Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money-saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We are talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. on for a 3-2 victory last night over the Colorado Avalanche and the defending Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche. So CD, as you mentioned, beating two really good teams in a row, a team that had a nine-game winning streak in Vegas, and then a team that won the Stanley Cup, who you have a little bit of a rivalry with in Colorado. And tomorrow, it's another rivalry game, the Blues at Chicago. Chicago off to a surprisingly good start this season, and hopefully the Blues will be able to win that one before coming home against Washington on Thursday night. Yeah, great opportunity to extend your winning streak to uh, beat up on a divisional team and, and a rival, as you said, an opportunity to play them. Um, we, we said Chicago wasn't going to be good this year. They're, they're playing better than the Blues are at this moment. Um, but, you know, it's an opportunity to go there and, and get a win, which will be good for the Blues. That's Kerry Davis. I'm Randy Carricker, and we go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And Darren Pang is standing by, Blues Analyst on Bally Sports, and of course, a great analyst nationally on TNT. Good morning, sir. How you doing? I'm doing great, fellas. Good morning to you. It's always a, a lot nicer in the morning to talk uh, after three straight wins, especially last night. What a game that was. All right. I've got a couple that I have to get to you. Number one, how much credit do the moms deserve? All the credit in the world. <laughs> Great interview with them, by the way. They had some. They had some inner will and gumption last night, and they just had a blast. It was so great to see uh, the mums and to have them on the. You know, I mean, that's game one. But to see them, you know, see them in the locker room before the game or at, in the morning skate, they had the. Uh, Craig Berube had the actual team meeting. He had video clips. And they sat there for that, and I think they were all in absolute awe of what happens and how it works. And and uh, and so for the boys to pull that win off was really something else. And I think it was Robert Thomas's mom that said, it's amazing, these uh, items that we bought them when they were kids, like shin pads and hip pads and stuff, they're still wearing the same ones. <laughs> yeah, well, once uh, Debbie Thomas said that to us, we went back into the locker room and we took some pictures of, uh, of Robert Thomas's shin pads and uh, shoulder pads and and so I, I asked Robert. I said, I, seriously, like those are still the ones from before your junior days? And he said, yes. And uh, we actually confirmed that with uh with the head coach Craig Berube. And he goes, actually, his whole career, Craig Berube did the same thing. He had the same old shoulder pads, same old elbow pads and shin pads. And everybody thinks you get to the NHL and you buy new, you know, not you buy, but the team. Gives you new equipment, so you wear it all the time. But these guys, no, they like the comfort. 
the comforts of their old stuff. And uh, and so that was pretty cool last night. I really enjoyed that. That's amazing. And then the other thing I have to ask is what you were thinking in the last minute 45 with that five on three that became a six on three. Well, I was thinking to myself, when was the last time you saw a six on three? And and it's a, I even I was asking some of the players and they're like can't remember, so it's 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 uh it's irregular. And so when I thought that I thought oh my god they got they got McKinnon on the ice they've got they've got uh, Rantanen who's the NHL's first star of the week they've got the Bacar. I'm honestly thinking it's going to go in the net we're going to go to overtime and for the Blues to pull that off was really something else that 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 group of uh, Nico Bikola. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly and Colton Preko were on the ice for two minutes and 10 seconds straight. And I give them all the credit in the world. They were fantastic. Hey, Panger, you said the mothers were in film session with the players. They were watching clips of, of practice and games. You know what, Kerry, what, what happens in the morning skate, they go through a, they go through shorthanded or penalty kill, uh, even strength and, and power play situations. And the head coach, you know, or, or the video coach or the assistant coaches, they'll they'll put them through like let's say the night before the game was terrible. They might have thirty two bad clips, and you don't want to be in the bad clips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I, you know what I mean. Yes, probably some bad ones. Right? I, I definitely do know, and there are times where <laughs> I wouldn't want to be in the room, much less my mother, to be in the room while I'm watching some of those bad clips. Exactly, Terry. Well, <laughs> thankfully, you know, Craig Berube's one sharp dude and all the clips were good clips about the boys and positive stuff. And, and so the, uh, the mothers were loving it. So, uh, uh, really, really something for them to experience that. And, uh, I mean, what, how many, how many sports do you, do you get a chance to do that and, and be in the locker room? And, you know, the, the other thing about, I, I talked to the, uh, the, the, the moms during practice and, they all said the same thing. They're like, well, the equipment still smells the same as it did when the kids were boys. So, uh, no. That's pretty awesome. Hey, Panker, I was, uh, you, all, you and John Kelly were talking about this specific play in the first period. It was a play where Kyrou took the, took the puck into the ozone and, and was um, really fighting up against the boys, but allowing the, the Blues to change uh, lines. Can you talk about how important that was, not only for him, uh, a play that's not going to be on the stat sheet, but just for him to, to, to do that and kind of giving himself to the team in a way that, that maybe he hadn't been doing in the past? Yeah, you are exactly right. That's one of those moments that that might get on the positive clips for tomorrow. <laughs> and that is a, you know, a moment where, you know, he knew that the, you know, the two wing, the two other players on on that line had to get get off for a change. So instead of just going into the offensive zone and soft chipping it, so that a Kale McCarr could get the puck and go up the ice, he basically ate the puck is what we what we call it in the game of hockey. So he gets it on the boards. He uses his skates. He smothers the puck a little bit. He's just trying to buy some time. And uh, I bet he bought about 15 seconds on that one sequence. So by doing so, the two other players get off for a line change. They get back on the ice. They're fresh legs. And now he's able to go for a change. So I thought Jordan Cairo had a heck of a game last night. Um, he's starting to trend in the right direction. And that is phenomenal news for the player for the for the entire team because they need him to be a top player and he's starting to find his way. Panger, I'm continually amazed that the best of the best athletes they know they're good, but they still, for whatever reason, lose confidence. 
Do you think that's what happened with Ryan O'Reilly during that stretch? Because Ryan O'Reilly has looked like a different player for the last four games. Yeah, you know what? I do. I, I do. Um, you know, players like that, that practice hard, that are the first on the ice, that are the last off the ice. I talked to Ryan at length uh, just the other day about that. And he and Steve Ott, the assistant coach of the Blues, went over some game situations again. And Steve Ott reiterated to him that that uh, just because you want to play fast and you're not the fastest player doesn't mean you have to be in a hurry to play fast. What a simple message. And I, I, I said to Ryan, I said, Ryan, you're never going to get faster. You're going <laughs> to play the game the same way. And the, the players that I know that came into the league that were not very fast ended, the, ended in the league the same way, not very fast. But their strengths were a, a great shot, Luke Robitaille. Um, you know, strong on pucks, Ryan O'Reilly. Patience, you know, Ryan. Uh, so just do the things that, that, that you did. Just because the game's, you know, uh, you know not, the game's getting faster, players are getting faster, you don't have David Cron with you anymore, doesn't mean you have to change your game. And so... Those are great messages. And I think having Steve Ott on the bench and be beside Ryan O'Reilly has really helped. And I think, you know, Ryan's he, – he did lose confidence. I know he did. I could, you could tell. But now he's getting it back right now. And he's got some swagger back to his game. And um, – I'm, I'm I'm thrilled for the guy because no one nobody puts in more work than Ryan O'Reilly. Hey, Panger, is it just as simple as doing the little things that have changed this? Going from the the, the games that they lost in a row to to winning these last three games, just the minor details, not doing anything out of character, just doing what they're being coached to do. Um, no, I, I think there has been some fundamental tweaks to it as well, Kerry. Um, you know, I I, I I knew at the beginning that they were trying to tweak the defensive zone coverage. And it, it wasn't working, and they 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 went to more of a passive zone coverage in their in the defensive zone, um, you know, basically meaning that the two D stayed in front of the net. Uh, the centerman kind of had a lot of responsibility pushing the play one way or the other. The two wingers sagged down basically at the bottom of the faceoff dot, so the opposition was moving the pucks around in the in the O zone, and, and they were just at will firing pucks and now they've switched to a a more conventional or more traditional it's a man-on-man up until a certain point and then they then they then they exchange or release and i think they're back to feeling comfortable with that again and i i had a long talk with callie rosen yesterday morning about that he said we're starting to feel like our game's getting back to what it was in the d zone and so i i went into detail with him and he explained it and so I, I do believe that uh, that that's been a big factor as well. And then once you get your defensive zone um, settled in and you're not running around the whole time, then you've got more energy for the offensive zone. So I think it does go hand in hand. And then that with a little bit of confidence and some great goaltending uh, results in, in, you know, and obviously a better, a better five on five game than what they had before. You, you just brought the name up that I was going to ask you about. What have you seen from Kelly Rosen since he's been uh, in the lineup? Fantastic. I said that to him yesterday, uh, Kerry. I said, I said, Callie, I know exactly when you're playing well, and 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 when I look up, when I look down, and you're you're low in the offensive zone, keeping pucks in, and then you're you know then then you 
got your legs moving and you got some flow in your back and, and you're covering the points and you're moving the puck back in again and then you're pinching down low and you're keeping pucks in. I said, that's you all the way. And, and he and Nico Mikola, they deserve a lot of credit. I think that third pairing on the, on the blue line for the Blues has been as good as any pairing in the last two games. So really happy for Cali. He's a, really, he's a gentleman. He's a, he's a quiet Swede. And he just, he just does his work. He's a diligent worker, and I, I really have a lot of time for him. And same with Mikola. Mikola's really played his best hockey the last two or three games. Panger, you have Edmonton and the Kings tomorrow? Who do I have tomorrow? No, actually, I have. I'm going to fly to Chicago with the team. We had, we had, we had a, a jet problems last night, so we stayed overnight in, in Denver instead of flying into Chicago. But tomorrow night's game is also on TNT. And so I've got that game. Great. But, it's not, but it will not be shown in St. Louis. So Jamie Rivers will do the Valley Sports Midwest game. Uh, the Blues game will be shown in only St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got the TNT game to the rest of the rest of the country. So got a little it. complicated, but that, that's what, what that's going on. Well, we wish you luck with that one, and we'll see you back here on Thursday against Washington. Thanks so much for the yeah. time. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. My pleasure, guys. Have a great morning. You Thanks. too. That's Darren Pang. He's terrific. Good to have him with us on 101 ESPN. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.